and welcome to the fourth official soccer podcast. My name is Bori Oludemi. And unfortunately, we do not have Suleiman on this episode, but we have somebody comparable uh, in the form of Adi Sin, who is a friend of the show. Adi, how are you feeling and how have you been? Hey, Bori. I'm good. Thanks for having me on the show. And um, I like that you said that I'm uh, on the same standards as Suleiman in the beginning of this podcast. So I've been really good. Uh, I know there is, these are strange times and... Yeah, it's just weird about how the way the world is locked, completely locked down without any movement, no football, nothing. Well, Adi, I know you as one of the biggest football fans I've ever met. And I'm not even exaggerating uh, about that. Um, so it must be really hard for you to not be able to watch uh, uh, football for the past two months, uh, really. Um, how have you been coping, honestly? Like, I'm legitimately asking, like, are, are you okay? Yeah, honestly, um, I've definitely had withdrawal symptoms in the first few months. Very difficult waking up on Saturday and Sunday mornings with absolutely nothing to do. It was a big struggle in the beginning, but uh, I kind of got used to it. I found alternatives like just watching um, classic highlights of old Premier League games and Champions League games on YouTube. So yeah, I was able to find like a lot of uh, football-related documentaries on Netflix and Prime, which I wouldn't have uh, gotten too much time to watch earlier. So, um, yeah, I mean, it was it was a good way to cope. But, uh, yeah, I'm really excited that uh, we're getting some football eventually. And finally, the Bundesliga is back. Uh, so, yeah, super excited and loving it. So, Bori, um, what about you? Um, I'm curious to know what how you've been coping during this whole lockdown. Yeah, it's it's been a weird feeling actually. I've it, just like you, I've been doing a lot of catching up on old games and just watching, uh, you know, old classicals from like last decades. Let me uh, guess, so, you watched the Milan Liverpool game at Istanbul? No, 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 no. <laughs> come on, man! Don't don't bring that up on, on this on this podcast, man. Um, no, no, I did not watch the AC Milan versus Liverpool 2005 finals. Um, that's something I would never want to watch ever. Um, but no, it's been great. I mean, I, I've, I've not watched a lot of documentaries about soccer, but um, I, I think I've mostly just been watching old games, and which has been fun to to actually just look into and just remember how crazy, like, for example, Carlos Puyol was back then. And, and it, it, it's great to just kind of reminisce and go back into old games but let's let's move on and and just talk about the feelings around europe we've seen the um netherlands league uh get cancelled and, and basically no winner we've seen the scottish league declare a winner what do you think about is this a like for for the situations where you know where there was a winner declared like in france for example do you think it's really is is it fair to the teams to, to declare a winner and also kind of demote three teams from from the from the league. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I think uh, to a certain extent, um, I mean, I'm completely against declaring seasons as wide, like stopping it where it was, uh, because mathematically, um, a lot of teams could have still fought for Champions League spots, could have still gotten promoted. So it's obviously unfair. There's a lot of money involved here for a lot of clubs which will be dropping down, which won't be making the Champions League. Um, and it's just unfair on the fans and like to abruptly end things like this. I know these are strange times, so there's been a lot of talk and discussion before some of these decisions are made. 
And yeah, it, it was just strange to end some of these uh, seasons abruptly. Yeah, it, it seems like no matter what path is taken, it's going to be very painful for some people and some people will be happy. Um, I My perspective is that I think the season should be voided, but it should be replayed so that like if it's voided, there, there is no demotion or there's no winner. And then the, unless obviously if you've, well, even if you've mathematically won the league, I still think um, it, sh- it should be voided and just basically be, re- be replayed. I mean, we're, we're close to the fall now where the season starts again. Um, you know, we might as well just like scratch that season and just start again as if like 2020, well, the 2019, 2020 never happened. Let's talk about just some of the rule changes and what you feel about the rule changes. So, uh, for those that don't know, for the tweak to the rules for at least the rest of this season is that there will now be five subs allowed, and uh, on the player roster, there can now be two extra players um, added to the team sheet. Uh, do you think this is a fair to do? Is this just really nice? Does this taint the season if the rules are changed just for this purpose? I think I think I'm a big fan of this, and it's fair because every, every other team is allowed to do this, right? Um, but I'm a big fan because... It makes total sense. Like teams are gonna be scrambling to get the seasons done in like a month and month and a half. As long as we're not changing and tweaking rules to an extent where it changes the com- complete nature of the sport. Like if you have like rolling substitutions in football, and you use you have like quarters instead of halves and things like that. Like yeah, those are things which will be like we. This is not a sport I watch. This is a completely new sport. Yeah. For me, it feels like it's just like an ICC uh, a championship game. Feels like a friendly almost for me. Um, I, again, I mean, we all have our our preferences and, and all, but like I, I personally don't think it, it feels like like we're watching a, uh, you know like a live season game. It feels like we're watching just like a friendly or just some small competition. Let's move on straight into the Bundesliga. Kudos to the, the German government and you know Germany in general for being able to get us back into uh, uh, football. Um, let's, uh, you know, so with the Bundesliga being the only league back, uh, I, I want to ask you, uh, what, what club are you, are you supporting or rooting for to win the Bundesliga? I think I've chosen to support um, uh, Leverkusen uh, the same. Um, Leverkusen, I'm, I'm, I find their midfield really exciting, uh, especially this new kid on the block who's like 20 years old, Kai Havitz. Um, I'm, I'm super excited to watch some of their players and their young talent in midfield and attack. So, yeah, I think I'm going with Leverkusen. I know you're a Milan fan, so I'm curious to know who you are supporting in the Bundesliga. Yeah, no, I've I've always been supporting Gladbach this season. Um, I don't have a preferred team in the Bundesliga. I only just always root for not Bayern Munich. So, um, but but this season I am a fan of the way Gladbach uh, plays their football. And um, yeah, so let's move on. Let's let's talk about the first game, Dortmund Schalke. Um, very very crazy scoreline here. I uh, didn't expect this to happen on the first day back. The game ended up 4-0. Um, what are your feelings about this game and, and what stood out to you? Yeah, I mean, first day, first thing I was like super excited. Saturday morning, uh, football is back. Like way before the game, I looked at the team sheet and I saw a 17-year-old kid, Gio Reyna, making his debut. This American kid, big news. Um, but I don't know what happened. Um, just before the game started, he was off the match sheet and 
I think he got injured. Probably the nerves kicked in. But Targan Hazard played the game. And what I thought Targan Hazard was really good. I mean, his stats are already better than in one game are better than whatever his elder brother did for Real Madrid all season. Uh, but jokes apart, I think Targan was really good. Uh, he had what, a couple of assists and maybe a goal. Uh, and yeah, I, I thought Dortmund and Schalke both were a little scrappy in the beginning, but uh, eventually Dortmund's class started uh, showing. Uh, I was really impressed by Brandt in the midfield. A um, couple of really good passes, the way he was like switching play to uh, the right side of the field, um, where he, every time he found a space, looked on the right, Hakimi was making that run. Yeah, impressed by a few of these players. And Haaland, he picked up from where he left. So, yeah, I mean, I think he's going to be scoring a lot more goals. Um, I do want to do a one last hot take about that Dortmund game. Um, and believe it or not, it's with uh, Hakimi. I think Hakimi is a better uh, uh, fullback then Alexander Arnold, is that what you're gonna say next? Wow, that that's crazy that you read my mind. Yes, that's what I'm gonna say. That was that was what I was gonna say. What do you think <laughs> about that? Yeah, Bori, I know you so well. Um, you're so predictable. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. I think that's a really good comparison to make. I haven't really given this too much of a thought, but I feel like two wingbacks in the modern game who've been coming up with those assists in big games, chipping in with goals. Um, I mean, two names that come to mind are definitely uh, Trent and Hakimi. I think I've obviously watched more of Trent, um, but I, I have to say I've been impressed every time I've watched Hakimi. The only reason why I'm putting Hakimi above uh, uh, Arnold is because of the defense. Hakimi is a better defender, and he also scores and, and contributes to the offense. So he's to me, is a more complete uh, uh, defender than uh, um, Arnold. But, hey, Arnold has he, the... I think he's quicker too, right? Hakimi is pretty quick as well. Yes. Oh, yes. He's definitely very fast. Yeah, interesting. I would like to see a little bit more, I guess. A lot of good right-backs coming out. Uh, and do you think Hakimi is going to go back to Madrid? Or they'll stick to Carvajal? They will be stupid to stick with Carvajal, is my opinion. I think they should bring him back, and I'm sure Hakimi would not say no to going back. So, Bori, um, yeah, moving on from the Dortmund game, what are your thoughts? Uh, I didn't get a chance to watch the... Bayern Munich game on the weekend. I just got to watch a glimpse of it. Um, but but yeah, I'm curious on your thoughts on how Bayern played. It sounded like um, they just got the job done. But since you ended up watching the game, I want to know how Bayern were doing. Yeah, I I think I thought that was a you know interesting game. Um, I thought Bayern was going to be more lethal. Um, but uh, the first goal was a penalty, which I mean, yes, it was a penalty, but it was like a I don't know how I feel about that penalty. Um, the first goal was a penalty, and then the then Pavard score, scored the the late goal uh, uh, to 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 give them the cushion for of 2-0. Um, but I I personally thought Bayern, Bayern Munich did not play well. Um, I mean, they had a lot of chances. Yes, Union Berlin were were sitting back and and defending, which is understandable. Um, but I, I don't know how I feel about Bayern Munich. That that game didn't show me like the Bayern Munich that you know, was playing right before the coronavirus um, uh, uh, pandemic. So um, they, they were moving the ball well. I think they were a, a little bit sluggish. Uh, Neuer really, really turned up in that game. Uh, he made, I think, about two really good saves that I, I noted very well and thought that if he didn't make those saves, then Bayern would be in, in trouble. Um, what does this mean for the rest of the season? 
um, Bayern should definitely watch out because you have teams like Gladbach, Leipzig, uh, 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 and we talked about Dortmund, uh, really knocking on the door. So, uh, you know, if they don't really take care, then they could actually let this thing slip of their hands. Uh, but let's let's move on to another game that personally I did not watch, but I, I think you watched it. It was the Bremen versus um, Bayer Leverkusen. And I know you want to really point out one particular player, uh, Kai Havertz. Uh, how, how good is that guy and what can you tell us about him? I think one of the biggest reasons I chose to support um, Leverkusen um, in this Bundesliga season, super exciting kid. He's what, 20 years old and like I think he scored a few goals even before um, the restart. And today he had like a brace. He played as a center forward, even though he's a midfielder. Um, and I mean, people have compared him to the, call him as the next Michael Balak. So I'm really excited to watch this kid. And like, he's already being linked to Chelsea and Liverpool. So being a Chelsea fan, I would want him to come there to Chelsea. So yeah, I mean, overall, I think Leverkusen's midfield was good. Um, I was really impressed by even Bellarabi. Uh, he got a beautiful assist today. Um, but yeah, I think Leverkusen looked like a team which will push, I think, one of the top four and fight for a Champions League spot because um, but they're like probably just four points behind uh, Dortmund right now. So it's going to be really tight with Gladbach, Leipzig, Leverkusen. Yeah, and now coming to think about it, we, we, we still haven't spoken about um, the team, your team's game. Um, who did Gladbach, Gladbach play on the weekend? They played with Frankfurt, right? Yes, and yes, Gladbach is my favorite team. Uh, obviously, I watched that game. Um, they, they, I think they did very well. This is they weren't the same Gladbach I knew before the, the coronavirus, but it's understandable that people. This was their first game back, and, and people are not really, you know, in the maybe in the mindset yet. Um, I, I think you really see the Gladbach in in the next next few games. Um, but no, I thought Gladbach were very basic. They passed the ball around. They moved the ball. They were very vertical. And and obviously, they, they got the goals that they got. Um, I want to say a big shout-out to somebody that I really didn't like during the AFCON, uh, Ben Sabaini. He, he plays for Algeria. Um, he was very phenomenal. Um, he, had, he had an assist, and, uh, and he scored a penalty. Um, he seems like a very complete player. Um, uh, player's goal was amazing. Um, and if you've not seen that goal, I think you should definitely check it out. Um, it was just like he was slight, he was like falling, and he just shot it, and I, I thought that was a very cool goal and, and a, a nice placing. So um, I'm still, I still think Gladbach has a, has a chance. I think Bayern Munich will stumble against uh, uh, some of the bigger teams like like Dortmund and, and Gladbach and Leipzig. So so ho- so hopefully you know Gladbach can get up there and up, and hopefully uh, get into the Champions League. The final game I just wanted to, to just point out is Leipzig uh, uh, Freiburg. Uh, very sluggish game. Again, Leipzig was very, very sluggish. It was very, uh, I, I don't know, it's, it seems like everyone had like a rock tied to them and, and they couldn't really move well. Um, and, and it was just surprising to see that that they, they could only uh, uh, get a tie in that game at home. And, and let, let's not forget that Freiburg had a, a, a goal cancelled, uh, which... I mean, it was very, very close because it was one of, you know, classic VAR with the lines and, and the And this time. was in stoppage time? Yeah, well, this was close to, I, I believe it was in the 80th, 80th, 80th like minute or something, uh, just very close to, to the end of the game. So they got really lucky that 
that uh, that the VAR, VAR basically bails them out. Um, but this is a very bad sign for Leipzig, and I hope this will wake them up. And because of their their tie, they're not fourth, and and Dortmund is second. It's going to be a weird uh, uh, few few games for them, but I, I believe Leipzig will come, you know, get their stuff back together, and, and they will. They, I'm sure they've learned, and they probably will definitely work hard uh, before the next game. And speaking about the next round of the Bundesliga, actually, we we have, I think, a big game, and and it's funny because. Obviously, we didn't plan this, but the next the, on Saturday, uh, Gladbach is playing Leverkusen, and I just want to ask you, uh, Adi, do you fancy Leverkusen to beat uh, Gladbach? Yeah, I think they can beat. I mean, based on the performance, the way they played today, like their right wing play, um, I was really impressed by Musa Diaby, um, and g- generally, um, I think Leverkusen looked like a compact team, like. They, they eventually, I guess, they were able to get their passes together and kill off the game. Um, so, yeah, I, I haven't watched too much of Gladbach, but I think Leverkusen have enough quality to beat Gladbach. And, yeah, yeah that's going to be a great, great tie to watch. Yeah, great point. And, and trust me, like, if Gladbach were, had played very well to, my, to, to their standard before the, the pandemic, I would have said, yeah, they're going to really washed down Leverkusen but um I, I'll be I'll be I'm curious to see what Gladbach is going to be playing on Saturday and hopefully it's the Gladbach I know because if it's the Gladbach I know they're going to definitely sh- uh, show it to uh, Leverkusen. Talking about next next game week's fixtures um, I think the big one is Dortmund versus Bayern Munich I think that's uh, one everyone's going to be tuned into and and I'm hoping for a Dortmund win so that it leaves the table open on top. Bayern, I feel, uh, looked a little sloppy based on what I watched. Again, I didn't watch the entire game. so. But yeah, super excited for next week. Some big games. Bori, I was curious. Uh, I've been listening to some of these podcasts. Now that I'm part of this podcast, uh, co-hosting it with you since Suleiman is not around. I, I remember you've been having this uh, random fact uh, on each podcast have you thought of something like that for this one, or? Well, you 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 got me, you got me. Um, yes. Uh, at every episode, I try to do a random fact. I do have a random fact. It's not, it's not really ra- random. Uh, it has to do with the Bundesliga. Um, I actually have two, but the second one is not really that good. So I'm just gonna go with the first one, first, and then also give the second one. But the first one is, uh, we talk about. RB Leipzig. Everyone says RB Leipzig, and we think RB stands for Red Bull. Um, but really, because of the way uh, uh, Germany, the FA, uh, uh, do do their things, they don't want uh, uh, a sponsorship name on the team name. So the RB in RB Leipzig is actually Rasen Ball Sports, which literally means lawn ball sports. So they have to do that because they really wanted the Red Bull in the name. Uh, but this was their way of uh, uh, you know, working around it and, and quote unquote just beating the system. Um, but yeah, that that is that is the facts for today. I would I would lead you with the second one. The second one again, not that great, but I would just say this. I noticed something this weekend that there were a ton of players of Nigerian descent playing in Germany. I, I mean, this is something I knew, but like when I counted in every game, um, when I counted how many Nigerians are playing. Um, basically, there were only three games that you didn't have one Nigerian in the roster. But for every other game, there was a Nigerian either playing or on the bench, which I thought was very interesting. Who are the Nigerian players who impressed you? Are like any of the names which you think uh, our viewers are, I would probably be aware of? 
Any high-profile names? Well, I guess the obvious one, the one that you probably will know is uh, Akonji from Dortmund. Um, he is part uh, Nigerian, so he, I think his dad is Nigerian. Um, uh, and his last name is, uh, people always say Akonji, but it's Akonji. That's how you actually say, say his last name. Um, but yeah, yeah, that Akonji is, is probably the only one of the guys you know. A lot of the other guys are, are you know, not really high profile. You have uh, uh, Awuni that played, uh, th- that scored the goal this weekend. Um, and there, there are several other players um, um, that, that that play in Germany and that played this weekend. So it was just good to see just, you know, a lot of Nigerians with, uh, well, a lot of people with Nigerian uh, uh, descent play this weekend in the Bundesliga. Thank you so much, Adi, for uh, stepping in for Suleiman today. Uh, Suleiman will be out for uh, a few weeks. So uh, we expect that you'll be back. Uh, next week, uh, and hopefully we can preview the uh, De Classicaire, the Dortmund versus Bayern Munich game, and give our predictions. So it'll be good to have you, uh, our listeners, uh, join us. Um, and if our listeners, if you're looking to find us on social media, we are uh, the at Fourth Official Soccer Podcast, Forty H Official Soccer Podcast, on Twitter. Uh, feel free to hit us up there. We're on all platforms like Spotify um, and and Apple Podcasts and Android Podcasts. So feel free to listen to us on those platforms too. Well, thank you so much, everyone, and bye-bye.